Welcome back, family. It is another good night. And you are here with lovely T, also known as Trini, your spiritual personal trainer. And my lovely co-host, Maria, the brown girl interrupting. Hello and good evening, fam. This is exciting. Glad to be back again for another episode of Better Minds Interrupting. So lovely tea, my Trini, what are we getting into today? Okay, y'all. So the root of all evil. Are you overindulging in your desires and is it dangerous? So before we get to that, what is the root of all evil? Can you guess? Hmm. I don't know. I'm thinking like sugar, honestly. <laughs> like I feel like sugar is bad for you, right? But it's not sugar. <laughs> it's got to be something else. It's, what it's is not, it? It's, sugar is not evil. I mean, it can be sometimes. Okay. But stress. Ooh. We know that. Right? Stress is Stress. for sure. Stress is mad evil. <laughs> That'll take you down. <laughs> Stress. Stress. It causes you to do things that may cause you short-term or long-term issues relating to your mind, body, and spirit. Short-term and long-term. So it's got lasting effects, huh? Lasting effects. Hello, thank you. We see combo in here. Nice to see you. Okay, so when you keep and stay in the same thinking place about how justified you are with your anger, your fear of ruin, etc., you keep the sympathetic and constant hyper-arousal mode. Hyper-arousal mode. So it sounds like stress is like this heightened emotion feeling that like you can't come down from. Like, is, is that what it is? Is that what you're saying? Is that the hyper-arousal mode? That is it. That is exactly what I'm saying. Because okay. thank so... When you're, when you're sitting in this constant place of anger or whatever you're upset with and it's, it's boiling you up, it releases things inside our body. You know, mm. you know that adrenaline and all that good stuff, you know, when you pump so much of that in, certain things you don't feel. Right? Yeah. 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 It's zero degrees outside, and you so mad you walk out the door, you don't feel none of that until you come down. So, emotions can create illnesses. Mm. Okay. All we right. Gotta keep, we got to keep it together, my family. <laughs> I, 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 I have to say, I get it emotions cause illnesses like we internalize our emotions and they do something to our bodies so so tell me more about this how does this stress 
show up? Like, what does it look like? What does it feel like? You said mind, body, and soul. Can you break that down more? Medically, and I'm going to read just something real short for y'all. Medically, the reactions in the brain itself. And it's important that we know this. Instead of someone telling us, oh, don't stress. Because it makes you upset. Oh, don't stress. Because... That's like the most annoying thing when someone says, don't stress. Well, if I, if I knew how to not stress, I probably wouldn't be stressing, right? Like, who's purposely stressing? Like, that's, that's, it's not a goal, right? So, so clearly the goal is that we shouldn't, but how? Exactly. I'm sorry. I had lost my place in the book. No worries. No worries. I think you're going to break it down for us a little bit more, but because before we can figure out how to not stress, we need to know what it's doing to us to identify when it's present, right? Exactly. So I'm going to read this insert, and it's from Meta Nectar, Volume 7. And this right here will give you an idea of what stress is and what it does internal and how we show out with it. Mm. So... Instead of the immediate threat of a mugger, your hypothalamus is being stimulated several times a day for many hours at a time. And every day for the past eight months or longer that you have been going through a nasty divorce. Adrenaline from the hypothalamus is followed by CRF that tells the pituitary to secrete cortisone which in turn tells adrenaline glands to release cortisol. The same withdrawal of blood from the vital organs and major brain centers and increase in the heart rate, breathing, blood pressure, catabolism, which is the destructive phase of metabolism, attends result. Since you have a fight and a threat on your hand, that limbic brain responds and it is the brain that is in charge of that aspect of man's life. The threat is a mental one. Mm. I'm coming from an ignorantly programmed cerebral cortex. Okay. All right. Miss Professor here. You broke down a lot of stuff. There's a lot of language and a lot of vocabulary, as far but, as the body but I'm going to say all that. Don't worry about what the parts is. I just wanted you to grasp. No, I right? got it. I got it. But, but okay. let's break it down because what I heard was, and, and you know what? It just happens to be that I got a little background on this from neuroscience connected to race and equity. So here's the okay. thing. Okay. What's happening okay. in our body is we are okay. perceiving something that is not an actual physical threat as a physical threat. And our body is responding to that threat the way we would if we were physically being threatened. And what that's doing is alerting our brain to release cortisol. And cortisol is the stress hormone, which fills our whole brain so that there is no space or ability to respond to anything else, to think about anything else. And so now stress has taken us all over. And we are responding, I think, from what I heard, right? In fight, flight, fright, wait, freeze or appease. 
right? Those are our four things, right? Right, right. Okay. <laughs> you got okay. it. You got it. All right. You on point. I like it. Okay. So not to confuse y'all, I just wanted y'all to get that medical part of the background. There's a little bit more. I gotta, I gotta squeeze your brain and tight just a little bit more. So reprogramming the limbic brain to respond in harmony with the cerebral cortex. The cortex is the body's vehicle that is used by the mind to connect to the body via the limbic brain. This is the crux of the mind-body connection. Illness and social mayhem will provide the most impetus to evolve for most. All right. So in short, I got to get control of my limbic brain. <laughs> like I got to I got to shift my mindset and get control of my limbic brain so that I'm not responding as though the things that are happening to me are creating stress and releasing cortisol because then I have control to not allow that stress to take over my body, my mind and my soul. Okay. Correct. Can you think of a of a time where of a situation really, you me, can I think of a time of a situation? I, I got four kids. I was married for 17 years and something that wasn't right for me. I mean, I could I could give you like a book. That's my blog right there. It's like I write stress, right? But, okay, so let me use your line and tell me more about the time where you got so upset with a situation. Tell me about that emotion. And then tell me about the, uh, the same situation, maybe similar or different. But no, the same situation, but your emotions was different. Can you tell me hmm. how your... So I guess stress levels, how, tell me your functions, your, your levels of anxiety in each level. So what I can tell you is this, and I think this answers your question a little bit. What I can tell you is when I was not aware of my stress level, because you said, right, like sometimes we don't even know. And I think we, we both are very similar in our personalities and that we are doers. We are doers. We do, we do, we do. We constantly do. And sometimes we do things in order to not feel things. And so when you are that kind of person, when stress happens, your coping mechanism is to just keep moving forward, just keep doing more and more things. And what I have felt happen to me when that happens is that I ignore all the signs of stress and my body internalizes the stress. And I have on at least six different occasions in the last 14 years gotten so sick that I've ended up in the emergency room multiple times. And, and every time there is no answer for whatever it is I have. And it's always something different. It's a real thing. It's got real symptoms, but there's no answer for the cause of it. And Every single time when my stress level went down, my health improved. So the, mm -hmm. my health was impacted by 
the stress for sure. Now, mm -hmm. the difference with that is in the last three years, I would say, since I have created a different environment around me in my separation of increased peace, of less stress. When I feel stress, I actually am able to recognize it. And before it gets to my body, I slow myself down mm -hmm. and I start to take notice of what's going on with my body and my mind. And I stop instead of continuing to move forward without thinking. I don't know if that was your question, but those are the two that, examples that, that are very different. That was the question. I mean, that was the answer. Because I can give a situation, maybe. Um, the, this COVID thing came out, right? And now things change. You can't just walk into places. You got to have this. You got to have on a mask. So in the beginning of COVID, I was really feeling it. I was like, this is so annoying that I have to go into a place with a mask on, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Blah, 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 blah. Right? I just don't care. But now it's like, whatever. There's so you got used to it. Response. There's, a, mm. there's less of a worry. I'm not releasing no cortisol because I'm not angry about the situation or anything like that. Just, just, that's just like a, just, just a small example. Same right. situation, different emotion. So what you're saying, it sounds like is that it can change. Our stress level can change. I think we both gave two examples, right? One of which is just by shifting your mindset, right? So you didn't change anything about the environment you still got to wear a mask it's still covid there's still all these restrictions but you change the way you viewed those restrictions it's not a hassle it just is i just got to right and right. and for me my example i think is that what i knew and recognized was that stress was caused by particular things in my environment and when i removed myself from those things in my environment my cortisol do you, like, I think, honestly, I had probably 17 years of cortisol. <laughs> like, I really did. I think I was in amygdala hijack for all through those 17 years. And, and I didn't know it. I didn't know it because I'm an appeaser. I'm someone right. who just keeps going along with the flow of things to keep things moving. And But when I removed myself, that environment shift shifted my, my, the, the, ability for stress to impact me the same way it had in the past right right so are there other ways that we can do that so you talked about changing mindset i talked about environment what other things could do that well let's say if you have accepted the common belief that stress which is anger fear worry grief loss whatever are natural and avoidable reactions to life challenges. You see that? Key. Avoidable reactions to life challenges. And if you have accepted mm -hmm. the educated, ignorant proclamation that things and events can be stressors, 
and you are engaged in a protract protracted situation to which you are manifesting one or several emotions throughout the day, every day, or several days of the week, then you are suffering from an excess of cortisol. Sounds like okay. you through for those 17 years you was right because the situations and the things and the experiences were impacting that cortisol release that's right all right so the dangers of this excess cortisol cortisol let me so y'all can know that i'm not just trying to feed y'all a bunch of uh, i really want you to know how to stop stressing well, you said because it's the root of all evil, right? <laughs> like so, so if it's the root of all evil, it means that it's probably one of the causes of so many problems that we have that we don't even identify and recognize are stress related, and yes. we think it's the problem, but it might be how we're taking that problem in. That's is right. That right. That is so true. The dangers of having excess cortisol over an, an extended period of time, for a long time, you can develop health disorders. As you mentioned, you was in the ER a couple of times, but I'm just gonna name a few of the disorders that you can develop just off of stress. Okay, so irregular heartbeat. You never thought about that. Mm, okay. Um, increased risk for an incidence of cardiovascular, of course, heart attack, strokes. Right. Of course, you know your appetite is going to change. Mm -hmm. It's not going to Your food cravings going to change. You're going to gain weight. You're going to lose muscle mass. So if you got a body, bones, aches, and pains, that's stress because of loss of calcium. Um, you'll have menstrual disorders, ladies, painful cramps. You, if some of y'all having those, you're going to have to calm off of that stress. You'll have anxiety. Irritability, irritable, you'll be so irritable, and you'll have a high level of sensitiveness. You'll be very sensitive. Stress makes you very sensitive. Like anything, if you're really pissed off, anything could just make you go haywire if you are already at that level. So that's so how right. And of course, mm -hmm. negative mood, moodiness, depression, sad, um, your digestive system. Can't have a bowel okay. movement, stomach hurt, you can't really eat. Okay, so, so, all right, Virginia Slim said, this is real talk. I recently had to take a family member to the ER due to high levels of stress. Yes, and I am sorry for that, but that is so oh, true, okay. right? Like, l stress and... And I think bringing up COVID was important because the, sh the stress that people are under right now in the last two years has been something at a different level, at yeah. a different level, for sure. Very different level. 
Speaking of which, stress increased the rate of destruction of brain cells, leading to brain shrinkage, Alzheimer. So if you can't remember stuff, you're forgetting too much, it's time. You got to release yes. some of this stress. Okay? I'm going to yes. need y'all to do it for me. I need y'all to be around. Hey, hey. Yes. Hey, all right. There's Living Ishe. What's up? Welcome. You got your Living Ishe oh. Reviews podcast too. Check it out. Okay, so now that we know that stress disrupts Salute. the equilibrium between mind and body and produce ill health throughout our entire body, when we come back from this short commercial, I will tell you and give you more info on one way we can use to let go of stress. I love it. Before we go to the commercial, can we give a shout out to Dialogic and friends who is here? Salute to you. Thank you yes, for being here as the background producer making all this come together. Uh, you know, we, we got to give them a shout out and shout out to all the people in the chat who are in here and supporting. That's right. So what are we about to see, Trini? We are about to see jewelry, soaps, candles, all of which I make. You can check it out. There's a link that will be in the description after the show for you to purchase. video these are one way that you can release stress through scents through stones um and through your chakras so that's 
a whole different topic. And that's a program that I've told y'all that I'm working on. So we can start healing within the temple. All right. So. And I will say that I have done a lot of healing in my stress. Thanks to lovely T and her guidance with chakra understanding and meditation. And I got those candles right here too. Check them out. So Chug Mangoes, what's up? Thank you. Nice to see you. Peace to Logic and the Irant family. So love Dean Nemley. Welcome. All right. What's up? And you, so look, I gotta, I gotta correct myself. Living Ishe Reviews, not a podcast, but check out his YouTube channel for sure. And Trini. Okay. So you said you had some thoughts for us when we came back. What do we do? Where are we going with this conversation on stress? We know it. We know it kills us. <laughs> we, we know we end up in the ER. We know. We know it gives us all kinds of bad energy and juju, and it ain't good for us. So what do we do? Okay, so it's simple. I mean, it's not really simple, but it's simple. All we gotta do is just have some self control. Okay. Okay. You're not convinced? Okay. So, well, so here's the thing. Self-control is a big topic, right? I'm probably sure we're going to do another podcast on that, right? So when you say self-control, what exactly am I controlling in myself to be able to minimize my stress? Okay. So there's two things with this self-control that you need to control. And those are your urges and your emotions. Mm. But before we go in those trenches, because those some trenches I'm going to dig deep into. Y'all know I'm going to get in them trenches, y'all know. We going to do it. But let me me let y'all know what self-control does for you. Just on general. I'm going to go down the list. I mean, y'all know, but I just want to remind you. How I want to remind the brain, you know, self-control leads to freedom and flourishing. When you have self-control, you're more mature. You have an increase of self-esteem when you have more self-control. You provide inner peace to yourself because you got that self-control. You know, you got that. You are respected by others because you have self-control. Self-control also helps turn negative feelings into positive ones. Because if you know, oh, this thought, I'm going to kill this. You know what? No. I got the control of that. And it's okay. It was something I needed to learn type of thing. Self-control increases overall happiness. It helps you grow a spine when you got self-control. It's almost like you know you the baddest fighter, right? <laughs> right, right. Do you and be on some whatever? What you gonna do? You not you you gonna brush them away because you you got self-control. You got that confidence. You got that self-esteem. You know you're a good fighter and you probably whoop this person ass or whatever. So you're not, you're not going to have no negative vibe going on. You know, you, you're going to 
you gonna have that spine back then. You know what that makes me think about, Trini, is I, I, so so Trini is a coach, a life coach, right? Spiritual coach. She gave me this amazing mantra that I say all the time. And two of the lines, I don't know if you remember, are nothing will dim my light and nothing will penetrate my aura. And I say that shit daily because that is my self-control. Nothing will dim my light and nothing will penetrate my aura. I've been teaching my five-year-old too, right? <laughs> I have zero yeah. self-control. <laughs> I have zero self-control. All right. All right. <laughs> Look, okay, we can't so be perfect in it all, right? We can't be perfect. We're not perfect. No one is. That's why we're here learning together. We're growing together, right? That's yes, what it's about. Yes. Okay, so self-control also diminish aggression like i said and frustration in the in the long term it makes your life and other lives easier no matter how controversy they may seem like i said no matter how controversial i don't got time for that little dude you know it it just makes lives easier and it enforces better relationships when you have self-control Mm-hmm. So, I mean, clearly self-control is the epitome of growth and and development and the spiritual like awakening, right? It sounds like uh, to have that control over myself is just going to better my life in every way. And and I will say again, going back to my own story, like these last three years, that is what I got back was my self-control. I will say, though, also, which is important to recognize, is that it is hard to have self-control in an environment where you are having your cortisol released all the time. So sometimes it is important to recognize that you must remove yourself from your environment to gain the self-control. Yes. And I say that as a disclaimer to anyone who is in any kind of toxic manipulative situation that there is no ability to heal when you are in the space you are being harmed and being stopped from healing. So, but once you do, you move to self-control. Okay, so so it's all these great things. We know we mm -hmm. got to do it, right? That's right. How? So you said emotions and urges. We can go into urges a little bit too? We're going to go into emotions first, and we're going to go into those urges. Okay. So we know emotions are psychological feelings, which are connected to your desires, expectations, remember we were just talking about that, and past experience. You agree? Yeah. Desires, just because, expectations, and past experiences. Mm-hmm. That's why I said, can your desires be dangerous? Mm. Did you be stressed uh, over something it, that you can't get? Oh, yeah. So when your desire becomes an obsession, then it can be dangerous. When your desire becomes something that stops you from focusing on anything but that one thing, then yeah. it becomes indulgence. Then it becomes, actually, is it like another another avenue of stress even though you think it's a positive thing that you're desiring does it create more stress for you like not it to go in circles but addictions 
that can turn into more stressful situations. Okay. Okay. Definitely overindulgence. So everything in moderation is key. Moderation. And the key is self-control. <laughs> yes. I mean, but you now, know, more... go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, you know, it's more to self-control than just what I mentioned. In order for you to have self-control, you need to know yourself. You got to become aware of yourself, like deep. And we touched on that in season one. It's good. So check it out. Okay. So just because you can control your emotions, it doesn't always change the circumstances. So, no, no, I think I got it, but I got to ask though, right? So is the idea that I can control my emotions, but I cannot control the circumstances. And part of it is going back to letting go of wanting to control the circumstances. So that's the self-awareness and the self-control is my, I can only control myself. That's right. I cannot control the circumstances and I cannot control what anybody else does in those circumstances. And so, so what we all need to know is no one thinks like you. You only think like you. So how you respond to a situation doesn't mean someone else is going to respond the same way. How you treat someone doesn't mean they're going to treat you that way. So as long as you know that you have to literally learn how to communicate and have self-control and be aware of yourself. Oh, you golden, baby. You golden. You can move along. Okay. All right. So I think this is a great time to reach out to our audience because I know we got some people here in the audience and I would like to know how have you gained that self-awareness or self-control? What are some of the things that you became aware of in yourself that have helped you get to that place of release and letting go? Especially when it came to your emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Self-awareness is key. Yep. It is Thank key. You. Yep. Yeah. Environmental yep. awareness too, right? You got to know. You got to yep. know yourself and you got to know what, what space you're in. That's right. That's so for sure. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Let go of all control. Don't expect people to act as you would. That's right. No one thinks like you. You are a very unique individual. Show your uniqueness. Let go. Don't control. Just be you. You'll have more fun being you. Yeah. You will have more fun, you know, like just. Be, the person that they say, oh, that one, oh, don't pay her no mind. She she just having fun. That's the person you want to be because you ain't got no work. You're at peace. You're at peace. <laughs> well, and I saw that Ishay just posted, Ishay just posted you got other outlets. So is that one of the ways that you are relieving stress, right? Like, so that's the self-awareness is having other outlets. I will say for me, for sure, 
other outlets are my like go-to to 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 keep that emotion control to not want to control other things in my life then i will control the things that i can i can create i know i can control my creations right so that's a great outlet and a way to you can get control yes that's right perfect i like that i love it okay so i'm gonna go on to Ah, uh, what's Salute, up, Tennessee? Salute. Nice to okay, see you in the so chat. I'm going to go into the urges. Okay. Urges are more psychological as they are physical. Controlling our urges helps us to control our emotions. What are some ways to control our urges? Ways to control our urges? Is that where then we have other outlets? <laughs> like <laughs> I gotta I gotta find another place to put all that energy I have where I might be putting it into this urge. I'm gonna put it somewhere else. Well, let me say this. These urges is uh causing you stress because we on stress, right? We're not talking about good urges, so it has to be all bad urges. Urges that's not healthy for you. Urges that may cause you stress. Mm. Right? Okay. So wait, can you define that? Because I'm like, how do I know that that urge is causing me stress? If it's something I desire, if it's something I want, like what, what, how do we distinguish that? Okay. So I'm about to tell you right now. Okay. Tell me more. First. We got to acknowledge the urge. Okay. We all know what the urge is, right? Mm-hmm. But okay. do we know how to identify our urges? Hmm. Now, that's that. When it comes to stress, right? We need to. So, we need to acknowledge the urge. And, she, and Maria said, do we know how to identify it? It's a way they identify it. Okay, so why do she keep getting on me about this? Mm. Is it bad? Is the urge is the urge to nag? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just throwing it. I'm just throwing out some general you you can come up with whatever it is about like okay so why she keep coming at me about this whatever this is it could be gambling let's say gambling why she keep coming at me about me spending all this money and gambling all the time well Your rent late, your water bill will be cut off, your power might be about to cut off. So that's stressful. Her Mm. getting on you about that is stressing you. So that's okay. 
Well, why okay. do I have the urge to gamble when I got all this stuff going on? This is the reason why she's getting on me. Well, so, so what is your urge? So can I can I can I push this back just a second? Because I think what I heard you do was define the negative urge. And the way that we know that an urge is negative is when we look at the consequences of what happens because of that urge. So in this case, yeah. if my urge and my, my indulgence is gambling or like shopping, like over shopping, let's be, I mean, you know, like make it simple, right? It's just like, I spend a hell of a lot of money on expensive things, but like, you know, I'm not making my bills paid. Like I'm, I'm skimping on the things that I need to make sure I'm responsible for. Right. So like that makes it that I, that urge is, has a negative impact on the rest of my life and my livelihood and the live life of the people around me. And therefore it's a bad urge to have. Did I break it down? You broke it down. You broke it down. That's okay. what makes it you you really have to be honest and think about it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be authentic, you gotta know yourself. So also another way to to learn or to control your urges is replace the urge with positive envisioning like what Ishe said earlier other outlets mm -hmm. if you have a bad urge if this urge is bad because it's causing stress and other things to happen in your life then find something that you like that won't cause you stress and other stuff mm -hmm. in your life switch it up so, and, and in that way, if your urge is to want to control circumstances, right? Yep. Direct the energy. Yes, Isha, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. So direct yeah. that energy into controlling what you can that is healthy. So being creative, you know, um, investing in something, starting a new project, you know, like working in, you know, doing some work that you haven't done before, put more time into creativity with your kids, whatever it is find another outlet to take that need from that urge, right? Work right. on foresight. Imagine every possible outcome before you act. Okay. All right. That, that sounds like that's, that's imagining, right? That's, that's definitely true. envisioning. So that's is envisioning true. a little bit also like, um, <laughs> Kennedy says, I'll be mad. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> off money. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's for sure. Some fighting situations going on there, right? Um, exactly. But so, think of what place it's coming from. Yes, for sure, right? Like, where is that urge coming from? And so, right. is is envisioning a little bit like the idea of? I've been looking at this idea of the law of attraction, and the idea of vision boards. Like, are we talking in that same realm of envisioning something different, or is this something different you're saying? Well, it's exactly what we said. Just doing something different. Hmm. So it's well, a mind shift. Right. Just there you go. Changing it's the mind shift. Yep. Mind shift. Yep. Changing the mindset. All right. And okay. 
when you do that, all you're doing is putting your mind on something else you are attracted to. Mm. It gets rid of that old urge. That old urge becomes old news because you replaced it with something positive. All right, Kenneth C. Williams, you got controlling a person to fit your liking is some other shit. But if they fucking off money and cheating, not washing their ass, they violent as a motherfucker. Mother shit, I would just leave. Lord, all right. Yeah, facts. I mean, look, facts. Like, if the stress is the person, I mean, that's the change in the environment stuff, right? Like, change the that's environment. Because that, that's, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> That is a whole change in the environment. Okay, so you asked me this. You said, how can we do this, right? How can we control? Yeah. So there's five pillars that would help you develop self-control and discipline. The first okay. one is willpower. Mm -hmm. You know what that is? The ability to do something against our will. Right? Mm. Willpower. That's the first one. Right, right. This, all in, oh, what willpower does for you is it fuels your drive with thinking of the benefits and the results. It associates pleasure to the process of what you do. Yeah. It think of pain or discomfort and negative results of not doing it. Willpower, right? That's one. Mm -hmm. Two, acceptance. We have to learn to accept it. We got to learn to know that this is negative. This is, I shouldn't be doing this. I need to focus on something else that's going to get my mind off of that. Accept your limits and what's beyond your control accept it mm -hmm. part of what you say okay. let go let go let it go Three. <laughs> you're gonna need to know that it's hard work when you're trying to change something that's bad mm -hmm. that you really like it is hard work we know this we're not looking for you to change overnight but we're looking for you to start making a step or two a process well, to get through and the truth of the matter is discomfort is a space of growth so when you feel uncomfortable because it's hard work it means you're growing that's so right you gotta feel it if it's too easy you're not stretching yourself that's right that that is absolutely right for speaking of what you just said um commitment you gotta make that a commitment mm. a mm -hmm. strong commitment mm -hmm. okay if you need accountability, find somebody that, that you can have make you accountable. Or make your alarm clock on your phone that sends a little message that might say, hey, get your ass up and do this. Alarm. Have your alarm make you accountable. Look, or write yourself lots of notes and post them all over your mirror in your bathroom. <laughs> and, and read them daily and let them remind you of what you got to do. I mean, we all got our ways, right? I will say no, for sure. Like my commitment is I, I'm not good with commitment. I'm not. 
I just, I, I have, a, I struggle with it, right? That, and I know that about myself. This goes to self-awareness, right? So I know that about myself. So I have these reminders around me of the things I need to be mindful of, the mindset I need to keep my head in when I start to slip into those urges or those negative um, ideas that lead okay. me to stress. Yeah, cool. I got a question for you. Oh, well, you before your question, give us number five. Wait, first give us number five, then come back to the question. Okay. <laughs> number five. Perseverance. Mm -hmm. Keep going no matter how difficult it can be. Almost get in the boxing ring with yourself. Sometimes working out will get your mind off of a lot of things. Sometimes yelling to yourself, get your mind off of a lot of things. But don't give up. That is the key. So you ready for my question? Okay, what's your question? <clears throat> okay, so you said you had commitment issues. Was that, was that after? Your marriage? So, okay. So let me clarify. When I say commitment issues, it's not commitment to a person. My okay. commitment issues are actually to myself. Okay. And okay. that sometimes can be more dangerous sometimes, right? It's not a commitment to other people. It's a commitment to myself. I'm actually probably more committed to other people and less committed to myself sometimes. And that has been my learning curve because yeah. that is don't when you don't have self-awareness. When you give in to urges because you're not committed to yourself and your self-growth and the perseverance and the discomfort and the acceptance of letting go and and the willpower. Like it all comes together to that commitment to self. Oh, what's up? It's Andrew Palmer Studios and Andrew let that shit go. Yes. That's right. That's yes. Go. And be sure to check out his YouTube channel as well. He do he does a lot of good things. Check them out. Um, yes. So yes, let that shit go. So, um, uh, Maria. Oh, combo says I control my uncontrollable urges by focusing my attention on how. Okay, yep. how how to control them. Yeah. So you're putting your energy into the controlling of the urges. Yes. I like it. Yep. That means change in yourself. Yep, Andrew, definitely change That's in so yourself. True. That's so mm -hmm. true. Change of growth. That's what mm -hmm. we all looking for. Yes, looking for fail growth. forward. Fail forward. That's so true because the truth is it's not that it's perfect. It's not that you're always going to get it. But even if you make a mistake, you're growing and learning through. So either you're going to learn right. from it or you're going to be successful in it, right? That's right. You got to have That's the right. attitude. That's right. Thank you, Combo. Uh, yes. Yes. You become we a be distraction to yourself because you stop yourself from doing a lot of things. You stop yourself from achieving things. You stop yourself from the short-term goals that you could be making for your long-term goals that you need to achieve. So, yes, don't become a distraction to yourself. Let go of stress. Let go. Let it go. 
Just let, let it go. go. Let we it go. No, know. we do not. So not before we go, uh, before we go to your question, I think it's time for a break. And we're going to share what, 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 some things. What we got going on? So, so I, I like to interrupt. Better minds interrupting, right? But I interrupt in more than just on this podcast. I'm a writer. And so you're going to learn a little bit about what I write about and who I am as a writer. So go to my YouTube channel and subscribe for Brown Girl Interrupting and check it out. Hi, my name is Maria, but you are soon going to know me as Brown Girl Interrupting. Um, and what I mean by that is that very soon, hopefully, you're going to be following my blog. I am a writer and I started writing because I was married, I had children, and then my life changed when I separated and I did a lot of learning and reflecting and growing in that process of change because change always leads us to that. And I've decided or decided to share that with the rest of the world because Sometimes hearing that someone else is going through the same thing as you or understanding and putting words to the feelings and experiences we're having helps us to heal from them or grow from them or learn from them. And so that's what my blog is. It's writing about life, healing, relationships, parenting, dating, marriage, pain, love mistakes, growth, and coming out whole still in all of it as a human, flawed, but always open to new things. So that's my life. That's my journey. And it's written in this blog. But my hope is that you are going to go to www www.browngirlinterrupting.com and join and subscribe to the blog and read all about my story to help you maybe gain some perspective on yours. All right. Oh, I see. Combo says, when I get in the weeds of my own thoughts and urges, I focus my intention on how I can help someone else. Yes, I love that. That's a great That's way to good. channel that energy. That, yes, that is right. Raising your levels. Your, yes. It's raising on multiple levels when you're doing that. That's very yes. good. And, and you know, you know what? I love that because I think that's exactly what my blog has done for me is it was my channeling of helping others to understand my story and my experience. Um, so definitely go and subscribe to Brown Girl Interrupting and subscribe to the blog and the YouTube channel and follow me for more posts. All right. Oh, thank you, Shay. Love the commercial, Brown Girl. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So... Where so are we going next, any, Trini? Do we have any new writing coming up? So I'm going to say <laughs> the stress level this week has been has been pretty intense. And so the writing, from writing, it definitely stopped me from writing. The time stopped me from writing. It was but 
it's coming. It's coming. I got ideas and they're flowing and they're coming. But I will say that I have been writing for two years. So it might not be new in the post, but it certainly is new to any of y'all. You go back. I got some good pieces on metamorphosis, on relationships, on parenting. Let's talk about stress level, y'all, right? Like yes, that's some that's real, fun. that's some real stuff, right? So yes. definitely go and check out my old posts. There's at least 30 of them in there. <laughs> and by the time you get through all those, I have something new <laughs> and that is true or two or three so never know. it's been lovely and you know where to catch us but before we go is there any questions isn't there any more thoughts that the audience would like to ask or say <laughs> Love it. I'm subscribed to everything and anything else you got. Thank you, Ishay. And go and subscribe to Living Ishay Reviews on YouTube. Yes. All right, Kennedy. Yes. Thank you. You writing a book too. No bullshit. All right. We'll, we'll, good, we'll have to good. check it out, man. Yes. We'll have to check it out. Yes. And check out Palmer Studios and subscribe for some good videos. I know there's some pretty cool videos on there for sure. Some stuff on there. I got my, we got a family show on there. Check it out. Oh, wait. And Trini got six kids. They got entertainment for hours. So, entertainment for days. As you for days. Follow me on my Instagram. With Thank you. You will see me and the girls doing a bunch of crazy stuff. So, oh, yeah, I saw some good TikToks today with you and your girls. There's always fun. <laughs> always fun. Uh, so thank you and thank you, Palmer. Thank you, Andrew. Peace and blessings. Right. Thank you, Combo, for being here today. That's right. And to all of y'all in the chat. And of course, a big shout out to Jaw Logic, our fabulous and amazing master producer behind the scenes, making it all happen. And remember, y'all, Thursday, 9 p.m., same back time, same back channel. Peace out. He said... <laughs>